Hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have got Brian Rodriguez here on the show. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you, man? I am so honored to be here. I mean, there's just a list of amazing guests that's been on here. I, I can't believe I'm on here. Thank you so much. Hey, well, we're, got, we got to add one more amazing guest to the show, so we're excited to have you here, all right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I, honestly, guys out there, if you are in, you said Colorado Springs, right? Yes, the best place to live. Colorado Springs. If you are in Colorado Springs, you guys need to find Brian. He is out there crushing it. We're going to get into all the specifics on why, but Airbnb, just real estate sales, all of it. He's kicking ass out there, taking names, and uh, man, we're excited to get into it. But first, you want to give everyone a background on your military career and how you got started in investing? Yeah. So uh, I went to West Point in... uh, 2004. Oh man. Okay. never mind. The show's <laughs> over guys. So yeah. We got to find someone else. <laughs> yeah. I, I went, I went recruited for football. So <laughs> that, I got, I got really lucky, but it was an honor. It was a crazy experience. Uh, 2009 I commissioned and then I, I went to the multifunctional, well, the ordinance branch and then eventually the logistics branch. Then to Iraq in 2009, 10, and then Afghanistan in 2012. And so, but I mean, it was pretty much almost 10 years of service. I eventually ended up in the National Guard. All right. All right. Well, you're still serving, man, you know, <laughs> and uh, sometimes the service doesn't sleep for, for some, man. We appreciate what you're doing out there. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, for sure. So how did you get started in real estate investing? What, yeah, what so- brought you in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So what was great is that I met my wife, Lana Rodriguez. And it's funny, it's like everyone starts different ways, but I met it through my better half. So Lana, she was a store manager of MicroCourse in Austin. I met her at four o'clock in the morning. Crazy story. It was Black Friday. (laughs) And uh, it was awesome because I just came back from Iraq. And it was funny when I was dating her, she was like, hey, I'm buying a house. And I was like, parents buy houses. <laughs> I was like, I'm not an adult. You know, just come from Iraq. I, I don't even know what life is because I've been at, stuck at school. Right. And, um, she's like, well, listen, I'm buying a house and she's buying it in Austin, Texas. So I lived in Austin, Texas at the time. I was stationed at Fort Hood. And she was like, listen, come help me. You know, let's move in. Let's, let's get this stuff ready. And, and I invested all my Iraq money I had left. And so it was about 15,000. So she bought the house for 45,000 and I invested 15,000. And so we were in it for over 50 and it was like, it was amazing because if it just came to us, we're like, wait a minute, we have no mortgage. We have no rent. You know, it's, it was free and clear. And that's when I was like, wow, this real estate thing's real. And unfortunately I got deployed to Afghanistan, but while I was in Afghanistan, you know, you got some downtime and deployment. And I started reading everything and started getting in from Dave Ramsey to 
um, Gary Keller's Millionaire Real Estate Investor book. Love it. Love bigger it. Pockets. Mm. And then eventually into the VA handbook. Because I was like, wait a minute, I got this thing called a VA loan. You know, you see these like cheesy commercials. Yep. Came back from Afghanistan. I was like, babe, I'm buying a quadplex. <laughs> ah, there it is. There it is. Scaled and so up. That, and so that was really the first big investment. And that investment was just wild experience because, I mean, imagine, I mean, we owned a little small townhome, but, you know, right when you get in a four unit and you start getting a landlord and property management and just how crazy that responsibility yeah, is while you're serving, oh, man. It, was, uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, I'll just never forget my agent at the time. He was like, I'm not going to help you buy this. I'm not going to help you manage it because it was kind of a class C Class okay. almost a D at the time, oh, but, uh, no. but it was it was wild because I brought the property in 2013. So I came back from Afghanistan. We bought it with the VA loan, mm-hmm. and the VA loan. A lot of people don't know you can buy up to four units. You technically can buy more units, but that that's a little bit more creative within the VA handbook. But you can buy up to four units, and I bought it for 199. And so it it was wild because at the time I was like, oh, I can do this. You know, I just came from Afghanistan. It's not a problem. I managed platoons and, and company. Right. And, um, and so I got punched in the mouth. And so it was a whirlwind. I mean, I went from evictions, contractor threats, like rodents, maintenance issues. It was wild. And I'm doing this while I'm on active duty. So I'm commuting to Fort Hood. I'm coming back and we're, and we're trying to deal with this. Yeah, man. Good. I mean, but it was crazy. I eventually got PCS to, to, to Richmond, Virginia. It was in, I was doing my uh, captain's career course at the time. And so I was managing that property and that's how, and that's how it all started. And you were managing it from Richmond then at that point. Yes, from Richmond. And eventually in Fort Carson when I later PCS. So, so why so why not find a property manager? You just were the returns <laughs> too low, or or no, no, it, it was actually pretty great. Uh, so we were cash flowing about eight hundred dollars, and I was like, okay, this isn't bad, you know. But this, uh, you know, it was with poor tenants and stuff just by myself. I eventually right. met a property manager, and next thing you know, we were doing amazing. Right. And what was awesome is that I eventually. I put in about $20,000 because I had some Afghanistan money left over and I completely renovated it. I sold it a year and a half later for three sixty nine. So I bought it at one ninety nine. Whoa. Get the heck out of here, man. Yeah. yeah it was amazing. Oh, so, wow. So that was like my first real estate investment experience with the VA loan. 200 so long-term capital gains tax. That is insane, guys. Yeah. Like 200 grand in the course of a year and a half. That's yeah. so wild. <laughs> that, the point there, the point there is that, so there's, there's great markets where military, where we all live in. And so I come from the Army background. So, for example, Fort Hood, you had Austin. But there's other markets like Fort Stewart, you got Savannah. Fort Lewis, you got Tacoma. So there's these other great markets that aren't too far where you can get in and you can really ride that that wave of appreciation and you can add value to it. That is awesome. We need to talk about this real quick, all right? Because I think this is something that's going to be super valuable to our listeners out there. So 
okay, so we're not we're talking about outlying markets, right? You know, yeah. maybe 30, 45 minutes in the outskirt. How do you choose your market before you go and invest? Well, one, uh, choosing the market first, the military is going to choose our market. But <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. But you know what I always look at is like if there's jobs, that means there's income. If there's income, that means there's probably disposable income. And so uh, every every place we went to, we would always try to see like, okay, where are people living and working and playing very well? Right. And obviously, if you're in Fort Hood, obviously you could go to Round Rock and then you can go to Austin. And Austin was obviously showing that market, uh, that market growth there. Man. All right. So you take a look at the, at the jobs, right? You take a look to see what income's coming out of there. Um, and then, you know, historical data, do you look at historical data at all in those markets? Um, no, I really just look at the employers. I mean, a lot of, a lot of cities have these economic development committees Mm -hmm. and they literally just are advertising and you can, they provide all that research for you. Nice. Okay, cool. So, you know, so you can, you have it there. It's available for you if you, if you'd like, right. But you go in and you take a look at what some of the big employers are in the area. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, I love this because I do the same thing. I call it the rule of Starbucks. And nice. there's Starbucks on every single corner. That's yes. probably a good place to invest, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if, you see a, if you see a Walmart, if you see, oh my God, if you see Amazon, I was going to, Say Amazon, yeah. that's like a guarantee. If you hear yeah. an Amazon is going to a place, that's the spot that you want to start investing because exactly, exactly. In. and these companies, these large companies are not going to move to an area unless they know for sure it is legit. So, and, and since we're in the military, think about it, man. We have like the inside knowledge of what's going on. I'll give you an example. Um, Space Command technically should be coming to Colorado Springs. So you can imagine the supply chain for that. Wow, true. In Futures Command in the Army, that's moving to Austin. Uh, so there's there's all these little and, – uh, and you can see the brigades, the brigades that are coming to different duty stations. Um, Karsha just got the Security Force Advise Assist Brigade. So that's a couple thousand more soldiers coming right in. So it's just – you can definitely see the expansion of different different military stations from an Army side. Right. Man, okay, cool. That's 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 very very interesting, and and I know that um, similar in the Navy, right? If you are uh, hearing about projects in certain ships, right, like the Ford that was just built, you know, yeah, shipyards around there are going to be having influx of hiring, right? And that's a good idea to try and get behind. So yeah, so perfect point, man. And and you know whatever service you're in, look for supply chain indicators, right? That are going on within your branch, any big projects that are coming up um, and just kind of keep that as the beat on the street and figure out where that's happening. And that might be a good place to start looking to invest. Uh, Definitely. Love that, man. Love that. Awesome, bro. Okay. So, so you, so you, you made $200,000 in a year and a half, which is freaking phenomenal, bro. Where did you deploy that money? Like what was next? No, that that's one of the. It's funny thing. I'll, I'll get into that later. But uh, deploying that money was was really. I'll get into it right now. It's one of the wisdoms I, I want to talk about. Is like money is a jealous person. It's the most jealous person in one's life. So I never forget it. 
I looked at my USA account and boom, had like over $140,000 in the bank. And it was, it arrived on my birthday. And I was like, babe, what do we do? birthday present. It was, it was, it was, I'll never forget. We were sitting at a breakfast bar. I was like, babe, we're rich. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like rich. But, yeah, know. yeah, but right, right, right. We were so excited. And um, I didn't have a plan, really, man. Mm. Because at the time, we sold the quadplex, so I still had my townhome. And then I had my primary residence because I was eventually in Colorado Springs at the time. So it was 2015, and I had that money in the bank. And my wife just started her real estate career. Uh, and, and I'll get into that, but... I really didn't have a plan. And that's one of the things I'm really disappointed about. But I ended up buying two timeshares, one in Los Cabos, Mexico, one in, um, one in Breckenridge. I paid off a car. I like was just doing all the wrong things. We went on vacation, oh, not that that's bad. Um, but, but luckily, I had another payday. And that's what's even more amazing. Uh, I had, so I talked about that primary residence that I was in. And this leads into another way to invest in real estate while on active duty in leveraging that VA loan. So with the VA loan, you have a limit and it's right now it's 484, but at the time it was about 417. And so when I bought the quadplex, I had enough left over to buy a primary residence and I bought it in Colorado Springs. I bought it for 180. Obviously you put the funding fee. So it was a subsequent use and it was 3.3% because the funding fees go up. And um, so when I bought it, I spent two years there. So summer of 2014, I bought it. Two years later, I ended up selling it. I put $60,000 over the course of two years. Now, one thing to know when you're in a primary residence, you get to have a great opportunity to not pay capital gains tax. If you live in it for two out of five years, you'll be able to avoid all that capital gains tax. So true. So, so for 180, put $60,000 in it. I sold it for 355. So it was another payday. Oh, it was another God, payday. God, man. So now I learned a lot from my first payday. And I was like, no, we're going to do this right. And that's when I started getting into different niches uh, Airbnbs, definitely. I mean, that, that's a podcast in itself. How yeah, true? How Airbnbs are going to become just another, you could say, pace plan, another exit strategy in in real estate. Uh, but definitely, I, I ended up buying commercial property. With that I ended up buying a, uh, a bigger house for for my family because at, at the time I started having children and uh, was able to use the VA jumbo loan that so I was able to get into a property that I mean you know eventually in people's military career or within someone's career you'll be able to use a VA jumbo loan but hopefully now with the Trump administration them signing off on a no VA limit now you can really get some properties in some primary markets isn't that going to be crazy I mean we've got I'm going to do a podcast on that here very very shortly oh I can't wait I cannot wait that's going to be, it's going to be insane. And so that goes into effect in uh, January, right? Nice. After, after nice. January, but man, that's going to open up so many opportunities. I'm excited. Yes. For that. Yes. yes. Wow, man. That's, that's phenomenal, dude. Uh, absolutely amazing. So, so not only one, but two paydays and all because you picked the right market. 
Definitely, definitely. Definitely, there's a, there's a little bit of luck into that. And I say luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So yeah. obviously, I was kind of preparing myself. And then the opportunity came and spring started growing and boom. Very true. So Very yeah. true, right? That preparation is key, you know? I mean, same for when you got that first big payday, right? You weren't prepared. And so nope. you were kind of chasing the dream of, hey, we're rich. You <laughs> yeah. know, let's go out and do all this stuff, you know? Which yeah. is all good. You know, hey, man, like, it's life. You know, that's, that's the honesty. That's the honest that's truth. Right? If you don't true. have a plan, then you won't be adequately prepared. But, nope. you know, yeah. hey, you learn. You learn quick. And now here you are. Fast forward. You're in Colorado Springs. You're in the National Guard. And you're crushing it as what? The number one? You said number one. Uh, top 1%. Top 1%. Top, top 1% realty group in Colorado Springs. But that's epic, man. It is, it is. So to put it in proportion, uh, there's over 4,000 agents. And so we're usually in the top 10 of those. It fluctuates obviously every month, but we're usually in the top 10. And it's been, it's been a wild ride. And it's, it's a great example to show military couples. And, you know, your significant other doesn't have to be in the military. Right. The fact is you're a military couple. And that was awesome because when you're in these growing markets like Colorado Springs or the other ones I mentioned, you have a really big mission to serve veterans. Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, you're doing this podcast because you're educating all the veteran community of, like, the opportunity in real estate, not just leveraging the VA loan, but in other ways. And so a huge opportunity for military couples out there to work together. I mean, you know, the military community is very demanding, and you're always intimate with all the, with all the units. So why not – help them grow within real estate. You know, it's the first thing people do is like, where am I going to live? What house am I going to buy? And uh, we've just been really blessed in, in growing that. Exactly, man. No, dude, I, I love it. I love it. And I can tell. And, and really it's, you know, people think that, oh, well, real estate, I don't want to buy a house yet because this isn't where I want to live. You know, that's, that's the wrong mindset. Like, you can't. <laughs> You can't think of it like that. Think of it as your stepping stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. From place to place, you have a spot that you can just, you know, earn a couple hundred thousand dollars off of in less than a year and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if the market's doing that now, you know, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's more plateauing right now. Right. Um, but it's still, it's still moving up. It's still moving up. I always say like, hey, man, rent's 100% interest rate, so... You know, you can you can give your money away like and actually go and live outside your norm and yep. find a property. That's true, man. Oh my God, you burn so much money in rent. <laughs> my wife and I were getting ready to PCS to Hawaii. And we're just congratulations. Like, I know, right? Congratulations on one end, and then like, oh my god, on the other, because it's like we know that we're still we're looking for properties right now, right? We're like four months out, but we're looking for properties right now. And we're like, okay, we got to be ready to buy when we get there because oh, we don't like we're burning the $2,000 a month in rent and that that'll add up really quick. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That is, that's brutal. Uh, so, oh, well, I mean, that's a podcast in itself. You've got to show what property <laughs> you buy. Right. Amazing. Wow. Well, and so here's the thing too now, right? So we're waiting for that that law in January to pass because oh, yeah, 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 perfect timing. We want to fix something up, right? We want to qualify for as much as we can, fix yeah. something up. That's what we're thinking about. So, uh, so again, it's like we get there, 
we're going to be burning some some money in rent. We're hopefully hoping for at least just two months and that's it, but we'll see. No, I would definitely recommend trying to find a, since that's a destination area mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Like you said, so now there's no limit. VAs get to now compete in primary markets and now not only primary, but destination markets. So you can definitely find a property, maybe with like a house and a cottage or duplex. Right. And then maybe Airbnb, one of them, and then you can live in the other rent. You know, there's so many different strategies, but that is so amazing. Yeah, man. So we're, we're going to try and we're going to try and mix it up a bit. We're going to figure out some stuff, but but we're definitely excited about it. So we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, man. So real estate guys, I'm telling y'all, you need to, you need to, to change your perspective on it because if this is your first time hearing this podcast, I'm glad you did. Brian is a phenomenal guy, right? He's got his head on straight, and he's definitely enlightened you guys with a lot of wisdom so far. Um, you guys need to make sure that you're digging in on this because you don't want to sleep, even with the no. market, right? The market's like up here right now somewhere. Everyone thinks it's going to fall, but it's not going to fall in every single market, right? It's going to continue to go up in some others. It's going to either slowly come down or plateau for a long-ass time in some others. Like You got to understand your market. And Brian can show you how to do that clearly because he's yeah. done that successfully. Yeah. No, I love how, you, how you're talking about that. And, and for those individuals that think, oh, no, the market's going to go down. I always say the show must go on. But how the show must go on is that you got to mitigate risk. Yeah. And, and that's a big military thing. And so, for example, like when you buy a property, people, people always kind of tend to the things they want as opposed to the things that they need. Mm. And ways that you can mitigate strategy, I always say is like do that pace plan, right? That primary, alternate, contingency, emergency plan. And just be like primary. Can you, this is how you relate to other vets too. Um, One primary, can this bad boy rent? Can it rent well? You know, and so that's why you may have to buy in 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 a school district that's a little bit more expensive and maybe not have the same quality as maybe that suburban neighborhood that has that cookie cutter home and you can get all the 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 rooms and the bathrooms and everything you want in it but you're not going to be able to rent it as much as if you went to the school district and got maybe a little bit lower quality of a resale but it's in an amazing neighborhood right you got to make sure if that bad boy can sell well you know if it can sell more than what you bought it for so definitely when you're looking at properties look at like tell that agent to be like hey Give me the sales comparables, that competitive market analysis of what's going on in the area so you can start benchmarking be like, okay, when I sell my home, it has to look, if not better than the, this one that sold for right. X, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, you know, we're all like, so you're doing it right. You're doing that due diligence. A contingency now is one, can you Airbnb it? And so those are more for, for people that are in, destination areas or and it just doesn't have to be hawaii or like miami and southern command or something like that right Uh, like you gotta find little niches uh in your community that people visit obviously it has to be a tourist destination but if you can do that you can definitely rent out a room you can rent out a unit you can rent out a cottage and i would i would definitely bet if it's an entertaining place, you'll easily get $100 a night, assuming that you do it right, right? 
yeah. rehab that unit that you're 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 listing. Uh, you rent it well. You uh, you furnish it well. You rehab it well. You market it well. All on the Airbnb interface. And then finally, you got to really ask yourself: Can I live in it? And can I military house hack it? Meaning, could oh. you get other 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 friends in? It may not work for all situations, but. It's, it's just another way to mitigate your risk. And so if, if the market does change, you have all these exit strategies. You're like, okay, I can rent it, I can sell it, I can Airbnb it, shoot. I'm living it and I'm bringing another roommate. You know, because it is a responsibility. And you've got to be able to make sure that you kind of pad your risk, make sure there's equity still in there. Right, right. Love that, man. I love that acronym, PACE. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's so that's so legit. You're absolutely right, man. And, and other contingencies too. Just to throw it out there, if Airbnb isn't the per the best contingency in your market, then hey, you know, look at some other ones. Maybe you can sell. Maybe maybe there's a hospital where you can do like that um, rental nurse thing. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you know, like nurses will come and they'll stay at your place for like three months and pay you that short term, you know, income. Yeah. That's that's something interesting. Now that you said that, I had a client who was a traveling nurse, and traveling I was traveling nurse. Yeah, that's what they call. And it. I was like, wait a minute. There's actually traveling doctors, by the way. But uh, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Now I'm about to be all up in it because one of the biggest second employers, or you could say job job growth in Colorado Springs, is the medical industry here in Colorado. So. Definitely, definitely about to tap into that now. Well, there you go. All right, all right. So nice. So Brian, awesome, man. Thank you so much for the value that you've added in the show, dude. This is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I know that our guy's going to get a lot out of it. Uh, can you tell us real quick about what you're doing? Maybe promote uh, promote your company, what you guys are uh, are up to out in Colorado? Yeah, definitely. Again, so it's a, my wife and I, we have a phenomenal team. It's called the PCS Colorado the Lana Rodriguez group. Uh, we usually operate just on social media, specifically Facebook. So please like us at PCS Colorado, the Lana Rodriguez group. You can friend us on, on Facebook. We're super close quarters. So Brian and Lana Rodriguez, that's Brian with the Y and Lana L-A-N-A. We answer all day, all time, any, you name it. Uh, definitely really involved. We served over 500 families in less than five years. And we, we, we literally cater to almost anything. I mean, I specifically love investments and growing one's portfolio. But Lana, I mean, she's the real deal. So you'll love her and she'll connect to all your military spouses. Outstanding. So there'll be links to uh, how you can connect with Brian in the show notes page. And we'll definitely make sure that you, uh, you guys reach out to them if you're heading that, heading that way. Um, Real quick, I'm going to take you into the bonus round. I've got four questions for you, man. Here we go. All right. Question number one, what's your favorite book? I did mention it already, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. Isn't it great? It's amazing. Genesis Foundation for anyone. It's like universal friendly. It's it's so easy to read, and it just all of a sudden you you kind of get out of paralysis analysis because you got that book. But one book I really want I'm about to get into it's called The Power of Who. It's you already know everyone you need to know by Bob Bodine, and uh, apparently he is the most influential person in sports, and he's no one's ever heard of him. But it's The Power of Who, and that taps in bigger a bigger message. 
the military network is all you, you need to know. And, and right here, this podcast is showing like, this is all you need to know. There, there is hundreds of people you can talk to yeah, on this true. podcast. That's the power of who. And so definitely want to tap into that book. That sounds amazing. Who, who did you say wrote that? Bob Bodine. Bob Bodine. He's, a, he's, yeah. a, he's an uh, athlete? He's a sports agent. Mm. And so it's, agent. Okay. it's his career of how, you know, he met this person, that person, and this person. Yeah. It's like X amount does majority of your business. Right, right. It's, I mean, people love to do business with, you know, people they trust. Basically, people who are good at their job, who listen and care. And so it's, it's definitely something to get into as, as you go into any career, really. Love it, man. Love that. All right, guys, make sure you check that out. There'll be a link to that in the show notes page as well. And uh, all right, question number two, who is your biggest hero and why? Oh, man, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, I, I like to say any, anyone who's in real estate, like their success stories, because you can learn something, but it's really cliche. I mean, you know, The Rock. Like I seen the rock. I grew up, I was born in 85. So I'm like a nineties kid. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, people don't believe you you know, <laughs> Like he's, his story is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, watching him like back in WF back in the early late nineties, early 2000 and uh, just seeing him grow and become this figurehead. I mean, people talk about he should be president. Just really, he played football. I played football and I just, I love it. I resonate with him. Yeah, he is a phenomenal guy. And it's so crazy to see how he's blossomed into this acting career over uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's over like he's yeah. done everything. He's the right. Arnold Schwarzenegger of our, of our generation. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah, exactly. So that's cool, man. Awesome, awesome. All right, question number three. Uh, what are some of your hobbies? Like, What do you like to do for fun outside of real estate? Honestly, it's it's pretty plain, but I love interior design. Like awesome. I just because Airbnb yeah. really allows allows you to tap into that part of your brain, if you will. Right. Because if you don't, they're just going to skip you and pick another unit. And I mean, if you've ever been on Airbnb, you're like, oh, that place looks cool, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, that's a cool little living room or kitchen or oh, that's a hot tub or whatever. And it's been really interesting to really grow that to where I've started now looking into my GI Bill to get an interior designer license. Nice. So I can just add that to my, to my uh, education. Um, I love awesome. traveling. I love traveling. So that's one thing with the military, man. They give you those nice four days. You can take 30 days of leave. Uh, I don't know about the Army, but it was pretty tough. But it was funny. Before I was 30... I went to, I've already been to 23 countries. And so that, that was like really big, but obviously I got kids now, I got a business growing and it's tough to get them in there. But I would say, please travel, man. That's where you can really right. see the world and how it works and how blessed we all are to have the GI bill. I mean, uh, the right. VA loan and, and the benefits. Yeah. Because in this world, man, you can't just buy real estate as easy as you can in America. You really can't. And the fact that we get a loan that gives us a house for free, like, like <laughs> yeah. for free, <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild, dude. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely yeah. wild. And uh, yeah. just finally, like, just keep working out. I mean, I left active duty in 
December 2017. And you, you, it'll be quick how, how, how bad it'll be if you, don't, if you don't stay disciplined and working out. Sure. And then and civilian life is, is just as demanding as the military in oh, different yeah. ways. So, different ways, yeah. You know, stay, staying in shape is, is definitely important. Right. For sure, man. For sure. Awesome, dude. All right. And then the final question, what three nuggets of wisdom can you offer for those that are just getting started? Oh, yeah. I definitely talked about one already, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deep dive into them because this is what I really want people to, to take, take back. Um, especially me being a real estate professional uh, in, in residential sales. One, you need to find that agent, right? Because that's your first contact within real estate, right? Because we all don't start off as investors or work for some big development firm. We literally are join the military and we buy our first house. Right. That first interaction is usually going to be an agent or a lender, but most likely an agent because you're going to get referred to most likely. Hey man, I used Brian. He was amazing. You should give him a chance. But when you give that agent a chance, I mean, you need to expect that one, they have a proven track record that they've actually sold homes. And the more sales they have, that means the more experience they have Right. Um, in terms of different situations. They need to have a military background. I'm not trying to be, you know, segregate agents that have military backgrounds, but they'll be able to speak that commonality with you, that common language. Like I mentioned, PACE plan. So that's like an army actual PACE plan where it talks about uh, the, how to reduce your risk. Uh, also, educated in the discipline. You can't just all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to sell real estate. I really would ask that you ask these questions. Be like, do you own any rental properties? Do you have an education? So I have a master's degree in real estate. And I'm not saying that's, that's necessary. But what, what I'm saying is that it shows that they're, they're investing in their, in their industry. Right. So that's really going to mitigate a lot of risk and allow you to find that property with all those extra strategies. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. Love it. Yeah. Um, so number two, I think when you use your VA loan, again, don't use it for the things you want. You know, as you progress in your life, you'll get the opportunity to buy that property with everything you want, three car garage, pool, you name it. But usually people just start going into more of this cookie cutter. Hey, hey real quick, man, do you mind turning off the chime on that? Because it's, it's coming into the oh. pretty loud. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't want it to take away from what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Some heavy points, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it should be off. But, yeah, um, and really, it, you, they get into these cookie-cutter homes and they start thinking like, oh, man, this is what I need. But, no, why don't you start off with a lower mortgage? <laughs> uh, I don't know why it keeps doing that. I apologize. <laughs> um, but, yeah, why don't they just keep with the lower mortgage and, and they can focus on – on trying to find value other ways mm. because when, when it's time to leave, you're going to be stuck with that investment. And finally, money is it's the most jealous thing. Remember, you're going to get a property. You're going to start cash flowing. What are you going to do with that money? Don't buy, don't buy a car. Don't, don't waste your money on timeshares. Focus <laughs> on, on having purpose. Right. 
keep building those goals, right? Because if you keep building goals to, you know, to achieve after you get to a certain level, you'll have something else to work for. So yeah, I love that. Love that, man. Phenomenal wisdom, Brian. Phenomenal wisdom. Guys, definitely make sure that you, you know, listen to this podcast again because this one here is definitely a repeat all right and uh and and you need to uh you need to go out there you need to crush it right you need to do it big you need to do it as big as brian's been doing it because he man he's he's been on to something (laughs) just the beginning right i love that love that there it is brian thanks again so much for your time on the show i really appreciate having you uh, guys, if this is your first time listening, make sure you hit subscribe. You don't want to miss any awesome episodes that we have coming up with folks just like Brian. And, uh, bro, I'll catch you later, man. Thanks so much for your, for your time. No, honor to be here. Man, it's, it's just amazing that you're putting this on and you're, you're spreading that knowledge, which is you're giving back to the community. People need to understand that, man. This is some servant leadership right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Catch you later outstanding that was an awesome episode thanks so much to our special guests and thanks to you for listening if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet make sure you go and do that or schedule a call with us by texting adpi to 444-999 or checking out our website at www.activedutypassiveincome.com to find out how you can get started on your financial freedom journey today i'll see you guys next week